What is going on, everybody? This is Mike Hughes, and you're listening to Mike on the Mic, everything sports-related podcast. Today is May 16th, Sunday, 2021, and we are happy to be back. I'm so happy to be talking to you guys. Um, This is going to be one of my favorite podcasts to make, football-wise, in a very long time, aside from the Bears drafting Justin Fields, um, the Bears making the playoffs, and so many other things. But this this is one that really really gets me going, and I'm just so happy about it. We're going to be talking about Aaron Rodgers' possible trade in Green Bay, possible retirement, possible trade destinations, where I would like to see him play, because I am an Aaron Rodgers fan. Don't get me wrong. I Don't be fooled. I hate the Packers with a passion, but you can't hate Aaron Rodgers' game. That man is, like Stephen A. Smith and so many others say, is a bad man. I mean, the the man is just clutch. The man is amazing. He's super talented. Definitely a top 10 quarterback of all time. Um, highly respected, but there's a lot going on right now. Um, there's so much going into this, and we really don't know. I mean, excuse me. Um, so to break it down, if you didn't hear about the news, here's here's basically how I found out the news um, about Aaron Rodgers potentially requesting a trade, saying he didn't want to play for Green Bay anymore. But here's the story. So obviously a year ago, 2020 draft, um, the Packers picked Jordan Love, his replacement. And, and, you know, Aaron Rodgers kind of sat on that, kind of stayed quiet, kind of minded his business and just let his games do the talking for him. Um, he went on in 2020 to win that NFL MVP. Um, I mean, you can't get any better than that. You can't show them up more than that. They didn't really give him any more weapons. He just had guys like Devontae Adams, Aaron Jones, uh, Lazard, and a, and, a, and a couple other weapons, you know. Um, a decent offensive line, Matt LaFleur. Um, LaFleur, I, I don't know how you exactly say it, but... Um, yeah, I mean, it was pretty much the same team in the years in the years past, and you know he just balled out and he he won. He went all the way to the NFC Conference Championship again. Um, got beat by Tom Brady. Can't can't be mad about it. Can't be mad by losing to the Super Bowl champions. Um, Chicago Bears beat him, but <laughs> who's talking? Um, that's not about the Bears right uh, the Bears right now. But you know, just saying, Bears beat the 2020, uh, 2020 Super Bowl champs. Just saying, um, with Nick Foles, but. It's one of those things where, you know, you understood that going into this draft, you would have to give him an offensive weapon for him to want to stay. I believe, if I'm not mistaken, the only only offensive player since 2012, if I'm not mistaken, um, taken in the first round by the Green Bay Packers was, in fact, his replacement, was, in fact, Jordan Love. The Green Bay Packers traded up to get Jordan Love. Um and and never gave Aaron real weapons. I mean, obviously, Devontae Adams, Aaron Jones are real weapons. But not those first-round pick weapons. You know what I mean? There are so many other guys you can go after. Could have went after Justin Jefferson. Could have went after so many others. Darnell Mooney. Um, the, and, you know, the list just goes on and on. Claypool. I mean, Cole Komet. I mean, we, we could do this all day. We could do this all day. And then this in this year's draft... So I'm sitting at home, draft is about to start, first night of draft night. I forget exactly what date it was, but if you know, you know. Um, it's not that important to the story. A year later, Aaron Rodgers announces that he wants to move on from Green Bay. And, and it's one of those things where you really don't know what's going to happen. And, and I'm really curious about it um, to see what's going to happen. I mean, there's, there's rumors right now that Devontae Adams is saying that his future with the Packers is potentially going to be affected if Aaron Rodgers leaves. Um, you know, Devontae Adams might end up leaving. He might not want to be there. Um, I'm currently also watching the, 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 uh, Florida Panthers and the Tampa Bay Lightning get into a fight right now in the playoffs. So that was, that was why I kind of chuckled for a second. Sorry. Um, but anyways, 
you know, Devontae Adams. You really don't know what's going to happen with him. Aaron Jones obviously just got his bag. Um, Delvin Cook obviously just got his bag. You know, David Montgomery's still on that rookie deal. Um, the Lions, you know, they have Swift. They have, um, I don't know if they still have Adrian Peterson. But my point is, the running back situation in the NFC North is solid, without question. The wide receiver situation, however, it's pretty, up, it's pretty shaky when it comes to Green Bay and Detroit. Um, you know, you got guys like Adam Thielen, Justin Jefferson in, in, in Minnesota. We got guys here right now, you know, um, Allen Robinson, Darnell Mooney, and, and, and Goodwin, and so many others. You know, we got some speedy guys. You know, we got Newsome, um, Ridley, I mean, Cohen. It, the list just goes on and on. We got some studs. Um, so for them to pot- potentially lose, not only Rodgers, but, but Devontae Adams, and you would only have Lazard. I mean, that's just, that's just cold-blooded. That's rough. Um, but yeah, I mean, we're kind of jumping all over right now. There's just so much to talk about, but I'm really excited to actually see what ends up happening um, with Aaron Rodgers because we really don't know. Um, now, for me, here's, here's, here's where I'm thinking of it. Here's how I take it. One of three things happened. One, Aaron Rodgers knew from the jump the second they drafted Jordan Love that he was going request, to request to be gone a year later out of spite. You fucked me on draft night. I'll fuck you on draft night. Wins MVP out of spite. Stays low about it. Stays quiet about it. Bees the team. Is the team player that he always has been. Um, you know, even with differences with the head coaching, he he just stays quiet. He does his own thing, and he gets all the way to the NFC Conference Championship. And that's and that's all you can ask. Um, but really. You also hear guys saying, you know, like, oh, maybe he was thinking about this the whole time. Obviously, you know, obviously. Um, he didn't get the weapons he wanted, so he said, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to announce it. That's case scenario number one. Number two is interesting to me. Number two is very interesting to me, and it has to do with the false rumors, quote-unquote false rumors, that came out, um, I believe, the night before the draft that San Francisco potentially asked if they were willing to give, you know, Jimmy Garoppolo... Um, the number three overall pick and future assets as well in order to get Aaron Rodgers. And the Packers potentially thought about it. So that could have been something else that threw Aaron over the edge because not only did they not have conversations with him about it, excuse me, um, they also did not have conversations about drafting Jordan Love, which he said came to a complete surprise by him. He found out sitting on his couch or wherever he was on draft night in 2020. And, you know, you never hear those things. Now, what's crazy to me about that is it's it that's so unlike teams to do that. You know what I mean? Um, even they even said you know Matt Matt Nagy and Ryan Pace called Andy Dalton and told them they were taking Justin Fields. They gave him that phone call to let him know. We've seen this so many times, time and time again. I promise you, the Buccaneers probably called Tom Brady and told him they were going to take a quarterback, and I believe it was like the second or third round. I forget exactly when it was. Um, I forget who they took too, but it, it is what it is. Um, we'll worry about that in a couple years, but. Um, you know, it's one of those things where you really don't know what's going to happen with Aaron. Um, and that's, and that's c- case scenario number two. Case scenario number three, and the, the one that I think is most unlikely, is the money situation, that he wants an extension. Because it's been, it's been rumored that Green Bay is willing to pay him. But I just don't, I just don't see it. I'm just saying it's a possibility um, that Aaron wants a longer deal than people think. I think Green Bay is definitely willing to pay him. I just don't, maybe they don't pay him the amount of years he wants. Um, so we really don't know what's going to go down with that. I mean, he might get 50 plus million dollars from them, $25 million annually. 
But is he going to get the five, six-year deal that he wants? That's the question. At 37, 30, turning 38 this year, or next year, I believe, um, years old, who knows? Um, but, th- you know, that's, that's honestly what we're talking about right now. I really have no idea what's going to happen with Aaron. I'm hoping he's gone. Bomb voyage. Get out of here. If he gets out of here, or if he leaves, pardon my accent there. The little Chicago came out of me. If he gets out of here. Um, <laughs> but... For me, if he if he's gone, Kirk Cousins is obviously still QB one. Um, Jared Goff QB one. You know they really don't have any wide receivers for him. They have Hawkinson, and that's really it. You have a decent running back core. Um, the defense is getting better. You just added Panay Sewell, who's a Hall of Fame talent. Don't get me wrong, we're gonna have problems with him. You know as Khalil Mack continues to age and whatever happens with the Keem Hicks, Roquan Smith, and so on and so forth. Um, but that's years away from having to deal with that. I would say at least two, three years away before the Lions are actually a Super Bowl-type threat, um, I would say. They're, they're headed in the right direction, don't get me wrong. And for p- those who are saying Jared Goff's completely ass, I wouldn't say that because he's good enough to get you to the Super Bowl. They've proven that. Um, no question about it. Maybe you simplify the offense a little bit more from him. You know, Sean McVay is very... I'm not going to say he's overwhelming with his playbook, but it's just, it's a lot. You know, it's what Matt Nagy is trying to be. But Matt Nagy doesn't know how to simplify it enough for it to work. And Jared Goff isn't intelligent enough quarterback-wise to understand it. So I think he could do very well in a different situation. Not saying that Jared Goff isn't an intelligent QB. I think he's one of the most intelligent out there um, to actually be in the NFL. You have to be. But what I'm saying is that with Sean McVay's type of offense, there's just so much going around and, and not enough time to just be you, if that makes sense. Um, I think Mitchell Trubisky had that same issue. He just had a hard time figuring shit out. And if you can't figure out Matt Nagy's shit, you're not figuring out Sean McVay's. Um, and, that, and that's just me talking, you know? Um, you know. Obviously, Sean Payton is his own man, too, as well. Um, and, and he found a way to kind of just ride it out through Drew Brees and, and, and just make it work. Um, but some guys just go over and beyond to, to just be one of the best coaches in the league. And sometimes that doesn't help your QBs because they're just trying to ball out. They're just trying to do the shit that works. Um, and, and that is what it is. But with that being said, I think, you know, with all that happening, the Bears could still be the front runner in this division. And I know we're not talking about the Bears, but without question with Justin Fields, Allen Robinson, if he stays, Roquan Smith, um, Darnell Mooney continuing to get better, Tariq Cohen coming back, you know, um, Goodwin, Miller, you know, just New- Newsom and so- Ridley and so many others. Um, I mean, Montgomery, I and mean, you got just, and on top of all of it, Justin Fields is here. We have a top 10 defense, Justin Fields, a previous coach of the year. I mean, a, a, a revamped offensive line with two hogs on each end. Man, two young and healthy hogs. I'm so excited. All on rookie deals. I'm so excited. Jalen Johnson, uh, I mean, a, a great cornerback crew, even with Kyle Fuller being gone. You have Eddie Jackson returning. Going to be wearing number four this year, which I think is going to be very interesting. I'm also going to be having that conversation. Um, but, yeah, I, I think it changes everything for Green Bay. This is a conversation about Green Bay, unfortunately, but I wanted to get that in there. The Bears are coming up. If you went 8-8 eight and eight in back-to-back years with Mitchell Trubisky as your starting quarterback, you better hang on to Aaron Rodgers because we're coming. Because that defense is getting better, but that offense, man, even this year. This year's draft, we didn't even mention, they take a corner. They take a corner when they don't need one. They need one, don't get me wrong, but there are plenty of free agents you could have got. 
There were plenty. You could have offered one to, to Kyle Fuller. You could have got Kyle Fuller. You could have got so many guys and just drafted Aaron a wide receiver or something just to make him happy, but you didn't. So for me, it's one of those things where I just really don't know what's going to happen with him. So for me right now in Green Bay's situation, what is there to do? You really have, you have no higher ground. You have no leverage. You have nothing to say to Rodgers to make him want to stay because you've just been so toxic with him for all this time. Um, I mean, I wouldn't want to stay either. I mean, he's won his championship in Green Bay. He has nothing to prove. Um, the fact is that he just wants to continue to get better. And if you think about it, the way the league is going right now, I love defense. I love defense to death. I was a safety in high school, cornerback, um, played linebacker like once or twice, never again. Um, but um, it's one of those things where, you know, you, my heart will always be in defense in any sport. But I can't lie and say that the league is not turning into an offensive juggernaut. I mean, you look at guys like Kansas City. You look at guys that are trying to be created in Tampa. You look at so many other teams that are just making these offensive juggernauts. Even the Bears are trying to replicate that now, which I love. Going so offensive heavy in the NFL draft, they've gone defense for years, have an amazing defense for the last 30-plus years. For their whole, they're not even 30, let's be real. Their entire organization from top to bottom has always had one stud on that defense, has always had one type of Hall of Famer on that defense. Um, you know, you look at guys like Dick Buckus, Doug Plank, the 46th defense with Buddy Ryan, um, and so many, uh, Doug Atkins. I mean, then you look at Brian Urlacher, Peanut Tillman, uh, T- Tim Jennings, who was just amazing and just had, had him on the show the other week. Um, if you didn't check that episode out yet, go check it out now. It's right behind, um, a couple episodes behind this one. It's right before the Derrick Rose one. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it's, we've just had juggernauts after juggernauts. You have Khalil Mack. Obviously, Lance Briggs, Roquan Smith, Kyle Fuller, Eddie Jackson, Akeem Hicks, and so on and so forth. But here's the issue that comes in time and time again is that they're not an offensive juggernaut. Now they get two hogs on the offense. Um, they get Justin Fields. They get a Newsman. They get Herbert um, as another running back just in case something happens to Tariq or someone else, God forbid. Um, and, and, and it's finally turning into that. The thing with Green Bay is Rodgers was so good for so long that he made average guys look elite. Now, don't get me wrong, Devontae Adams and Aaron Jones are elite, elite talents. Um, but other guys like Lazard, they're not. They're just guys, you know what I mean? You could find them in the, in the free agency wire. Um, it, it is what it is. I'm not discrediting them. I'm not saying they're not talented. But Aaron Rodgers definitely could do better or could have better. You know, he could have Chase Claypool. He could have had all these other guys that go into the second round, early second round, but Green Bay doesn't get that opportunity because Aaron Rodgers takes them into the second round or uh, into the NFC Championship game every year, damn near. Um, so it's one of those things where it's like the Packers really don't know what to do. So what have they been doing? We're going to talk about it right now. First, they signed Blake Bortles. They signed Blake Bortles to a deal because they don't know what to do. Jordan Love, from what I've heard, is so far from being ready that it's not even close. Like, if, if he had to look at the line, the line is a dot to him. He can't even see it. Um, and now, they, that was a couple, a few days ago. Now they have just recently signed Kurt Benirk, B- B- Benkirk, Kurt Benkirk um, after minicamp tryout. Um, sorry, I butchered that. Honestly, never heard of him before. But, um... I mean, it's, it's just one of those things where it's they, they're just trying to get as many bodies as they can just in case something happens to Aaron um, or in case he sits out. There's rumors going around that 
he potentially is willing to retire. And a lot of people are saying, oh, that's bullshit. He's not going to retire. He doesn't have to retire. He has so much more to prove, so much more to work on. Um, and, And that's just strictly not true. It's strictly not true. And, you know, there's a lot of people saying, oh, well, how can you say that? How can you say you know, he doesn't have that much to prove. Um, he still, he only has one championship. He's not ready to retire. He's not ready to do this. He's not ready to do that. If we're being completely honest, I mean, the man's career right now, if he left, is a Hall of Fame career, a top 10 of all time for the, for the position. I mean, there is no doubt in my mind about that. Um, I mean, Aaron Rodgers himself, Jesus, if if you want me to read the stats, I you know I I hate him. I hate him. Don't get me wrong. Um, obviously, you know he's he's made me cry since I was a kid in middle school. Um, being a Chicago Bear, but I mean being a Chicago Bears fan. Um, but let's just talk about his career achievements: nine-time Pro Bowler, three-time All-Pro, one-time Super Bowl champion, four hundred and twelve touchdowns, fifty-one thousand two hundred and forty-five yards, sixty-five point one percent completion, and one hundred and ninety-seven games. I mean, the the man's a Hall of Famer. I'm sorry. I don't care what anybody says. Um, I don't care what anybody does or or, or thinks. His, he's thirty-seven years old. Um, he has the State Farm commercials. You know, he, he was potentially going to be the host of Jeopardy, the TV show. So, I mean, and he did insanely well at that. Excuse me. Um, he did insanely well at that. So, and he liked it from what I heard. Um, he heavily enjoyed himself. So, I mean, to go out being an MVP, I don't see a problem with that. And there's also something else that's going into it as well. Not only could he retire for a year, be the host of Jeopardy for a year, do a one-time deal, um, and then be the host longer term, you know, after retirement. He could do what Gronk did. Retire for a year, they trade your rights away because they're not going to get shit for it. Um, and then you come back to whatever team you get traded to. Now, this is what we're going to be getting into. We're going to be talking about the trade situation because apparently there's three destinations that he's considering right now. And one of them, oddly enough, um, everybody's debunking the rumor that San Francisco offered the number three overall pick, Jimmy Garoppolo, and future assets and other players as well, if I'm not mistaken. Um, for Aaron Rodgers, but they, but that's one of his trade destinations. Apparently, he's a fan of the Broncos. He's a fan of the 49ers and the Las Vegas Raiders. Now, for me, we're going to go into every single one of them, top to bottom, talk about why it works, why it doesn't work, why it would be best, um, and what's most realistic. We're going to start off with what's most realistic. Um, for me personally, I would love to see him on the Broncos with Vic Fangio and that defense because that defense is going to be insane. Um, but mainly for me, I think the Raiders is most realistic. And here's why. It's all because of Derek Carr. John Gruden, very risky man. You know, obviously he took Alex Leatherwood in the first round, um, <laughs> taking guys in the first round already, you know, great. Um, already great for him. You know, we're all going to be going to be hearing about that. Um, but Derek Carr is one of the biggest things about it is because of how successful he still is to this day. Um, Derek Carr, you know, obviously three-time Pro Bowler. I believe he's only like, uh, no, he's 30 now. Yeah, I thought he was 29. Um, he's 30 years old now. He's a lot, he's seven years younger than Aaron Rodgers, 30 years old, um, 170 touchdowns in his career, 110 games played, 64.4 completion rating, 26,896 yards. Uh, thrown and I like I said 170 tutties, uh, TDs. 
you know, it's just a great fit. I think it's a great fit. He's a great leader. He's he's a quiet individual. He's a religious man. He's a family man, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and I love that about him. I love everything about that. And I think that's what they need right now. They need that silent leader. They don't need one of those flashy guys. They don't need somebody like Rogers who doesn't want to be there. I mean, they obviously need Rogers, but if, if, you know, if it's broken, it's broken. There's no fixing it. So you might as well. It's not that Rogers is toxic. It's just that relationship, that atmosphere is toxic. Um, so with that being said, I think, you know, you throw in the future draft picks they are not that great of a team. Um, you got Jacobs as your running back. You've got guys like, uh, um, Henry Ruggs, one of the fastest guys in the league right now at the position, aside from like Tyreek Hill and others. Um, we, you, got, you got some ballers on that team. That defense is coming together with John Gruden. It's looking really good. Um, it's not the greatest, but it's coming along. Um, you got guys who are taking a chance on like Alex Leatherwood, who's a national champion at Alabama with Nick Saban um, and others. But, you know, you're, you're really taking a chance on this. And I think, you know, are they Super Bowl ready? No. Could they get close? I think so, you know, and Josh Jacobs, you know, there's, there's, you know, some stuff going on, you know, legally and, and, and stuff about him drunk driving or something along those lines. I forget exactly what it was he got charged with, um, but bringing in someone like Aaron Rodgers, who's vocal about that kind of stuff might actually help. I feel like Derek Carr is kind of the peacemaker. John Gruden and Aaron Rodgers would be fucking insane. <laughs> like, let's be real. Um, that would be fucking insane. So that's what's most realistic to me because we're, they're actually getting a great quarterback in return. Um, not that they wouldn't be getting one back from, the, say, the 49ers, um, but I don't, I don't see them giving up Trey Lance. Now, if this was prior to the draft, if there was time that went into this and Aaron said it way before the draft, it could have potentially happened. It could have been the most realistic scenario because they'd be giving up the number three overall pick. Um, but in, in that scenario with the 49ers now, I just don't see them giving up Trey Lance. I, I just don't. I don't. Because then you, you think about it. You got Jimmy Garoppolo coming off a deal. Um, Aaron Rodgers is going to be coming off a deal. You got to pay one of them. The other one goes. You got no backup because Trey Lance is gone. Why would you even pick him? Um, you know what I mean? It just, it just wouldn't make sense. Now, would that be great under Kyle Shanahan's offense? Yes. Yes, it would. Um, I mean, he would just flourish. But then again there still aren't that many offensive weapons for him outside of George Kittle. Now, you could say, oh, well, he still has George Kittle, so that's fine. George Kittle's numbers will double. He'll easily be um, one of the top wide receivers, or top tight ends in the league, top scorers in the league, um, top in passing yards and all that stuff, uh, or receiving yards, sorry, not passing. Um, but, you know, you also see that with Travis Kelsey and Patrick Mahomes, and that's great, but he also has Tyreek Hill, Sammy Watkins, um, and so on and so forth. It just, I really just don't understand how George Kittle and Aaron Rodgers alone will make that much sense. Now, that's just my opinion. Now, there obviously are going to be 49ers fans that'll say, oh, take Trey Lance. Take him, take him, take him. He's unproven, blah, blah, blah. We don't really know. But it's, it's more of a future thing. Because like I said, this man is 37 years old, turning 38. You really don't know how, long you're, how much longer he's going to be here, how much longer he's going to want to be here. Aaron Rodgers isn't an idiot. He's, you know, if he got a serious injury, he'd call it quits. He has nothing left to prove. He's a Hall of Famer, top 10 of all time, like I said. Um, don't mean to sound like the biggest Aaron Rodgers fan in the world, but it's just the facts. Um, he is. So for me, it's one of those things where I'd rather keep Trey, um, continue to build, and just figure it out as you go. If you could have potentially gotten Jimmy Garoppolo and a bunch of picks, a shit ton of picks, maybe even a couple defensive key weapons, uh, Solomon Thomas or something along those lines for Aaron Rodgers, by all means, go for it. Um, but I just don't see it being realistic. 
I think it definitely could have happened had you not drafted Trey. Um, but I don't see them giving up Trey Lance at this moment. Now, to the Broncos. The Broncos, man, I don't know what the fuck they're doing. I really don't. I really, I really don't. Um, so, listen, they have Bryce Callahan from the Bears. Vic Fangio from the Bears, cornerback. Signs Kyle Fuller from the Bears. So you have two corners that are great. You have a nickel that's great. And then at the number seven or eight overall pick, they draft another corner. Now, mind you, this corner, I believe it was Surratt, if I'm not mistaken. Um, Certain, certain, not Surratt. Surratt's the linebacker from Carolina. Um, Certain, Patrick Certain is second, I believe. Um, It's one of those picks where I'm like, you know, it's a great pick because you don't know what's going to happen with Kyle Fuller in the future. He's aging. Bryce Callahan's got a little injury prone. Um, but they didn't need to reach like that. They did not need to reach like that. It was one of those moments I really did think. It's, you know, with Drew Locke as QB1, um, I believe they have Teddy Bridgewater as well. You really just keep thinking about it, and you're like, how did this happen? Like, you easily, easily could have said, here's Teddy Bridgewater, the number 7-8 overall pick, a future, future three first-round picks, and maybe, you know, a, a hunk of change will take on Aaron's contract. And then you got Aaron Rodgers, a top defense, with Von Miller and all of them coming back. You got Simmons and, and, all, and all these other guys. Um, I mean, you just would Melvin Gordon, I mean, you just would have been set. You would have been set. Get a wide receiver in the second round, and, and that would have been that. But, you know, obviously, they, they're rolling with Drew Locke right now. They believe in him and Teddy Bridgewater. And what they're trying to get done. Drew Locke definitely has potential. Um, but when you're going into your third or fourth year, whichever year it is, potential only gets you so far. And, and I just don't see it. Um, at some point, you just got to start showing out. And, and there's nothing you can do about it to change that. I mean, this is going into his third year. You know, he really hasn't proven anything. He re- I mean, I'm not even trying to be a dick. He's played 18 games in his career, thrown for 3,953 yards, 23 touchdowns, a 59.1% completion rating. It's just one of those things where there's guys doing that. I mean, look at Patrick Mahomes. Look at Lamar Jackson. Look at, you know, Trevor Lawrence. We already know he's going to go in and do immediately. He's going to surpass that probably in his first year. Um, Or if not that, get close to it. And... It's just one of those things where you just don't know, you know, what's going to happen with him. And Drew Locke is just not healthy. He's not a leader type guy. I just don't, I don't believe in Drew Locke. I'm just going to be honest. Um, And I don't think they do either because they brought, the fact that they brought in Teddy Bridgewater. For me, I'm sorry, I got quiet for a second. I was just thinking about something. But for me, I just think the best thing for them to do was to make that trade. Now, do the Packers even want him is the question. Um, I don't think so. I really don't think they would want Teddy B. I, I, I don't think, you know, he's had so many injuries in the past. Yes, he's been in the NFC North at prior years with, you know, um, with, with the Minnesota Vikings. But it's, it's, a different, it's a totally different system. It's a totally different, you know, division now, different coaches and everything. I mean, I, if I'm not mistaken, the last time Teddy Bridgewater was in this division, Mark Trestman was the head coach, um, or it was John Fox, one or the other. It's a completely different team now. Um, so, yeah, I really just truly don't believe in that. I don't believe in anything that, you know, of, of them wanting him. I just think it just wouldn't work. Um, but, yeah, I mean, for me, my personal opinions, I said the same thing. Broncos, 
um, Raiders, 49ers would work. I also thought the Bears could potentially be a case um, if Justin Fields didn't get drafted. I definitely thought that was an option. Um, but honestly, I just I just don't know what's going to happen. I'm excited for it. I'm excited for it to get nasty. I'm excited for it to get ugly as a Bears fan. Usually it's the other way around where, you know, everything ugly is happening here, whether it was Ratliff raiding Soldier Field, um, trying to get to our GM and our coaching staff after we cut him. Um, Kyle Long retiring just so he didn't have to deal with Matt Nagy, apparently. I mean, that's how that looks. He said it was because of his body and he wanted to get healthy. But I don't know. I got, he also said he'd never want to work with Matt Nagy again. Um, you also got guys like Jay Cutler and Brandon Marshall and just so many others that we've just had problems with in years past. Um, and, and now we're finally seeing it. We're finally seeing these guys show up, um, do the right things. I, I bashed Matt Nagy and all them for so long. And now it's like the tides have changed and, and, and the roles are reversed. So I really don't know what's going to happen with Green Bay. I'm excited for it. I'm excited for Aaron Rodgers. Um, my hot take, do I think he'd retire or do I think he'd uh, play this season? Neither. Um, I think he would definitely sit out for a bit. I think it's one of those things, you know, a Le'Veon Bell situation where Aaron Rodgers, it, his, his resume speaks for itself, like I said. He does not need to prove anything. Um, so he could just sit out the first eight games and say, if, you're not, if I'm not traded by the deadline, I'm just taking the year off. And, you know, if he came down to retiring, he goes out, you know, and going to the NFC Championship, loses to Tom Brady, who's the Super Bowl champions, wins MVP. It's not a bad way to go out. I mean, it's really not. It's really not. And, and I know there's always, oh, well, you only won one. Well, that's a lot more than other guys can say. So uh, there's a lot of other guys that are in the Hall of Fame that never won a championship in their life or even been to a championship. Um, and, and, you know, it's just one of those things where you just got to take it year by year. Um and just figure it out. But that's all I really got for you guys today. Um, I'll keep you updated. If there's anything Aaron Rodgers news related, we'll, we'll keep you posted. We'll be talking about it. I can't wait to keep talking about it. It's just going to get more and more fun as the year goes on. And it gets more and more toxic for the Green Bay Packers. I love it. Go Bears, baby. This has been Mike Hughes from Mike on the Mic. Peace out.